Daddy D. If it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. Going down, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunny Ranch Podcast. My name is Alice Little, and I am your host. I'm also a legal sex worker at the world-famous Moonlight Bunny Ranch, located in Carson City, Nevada. This week, I have a very special guest with me from the Kit Kat Ranch. This is somebody that I adore. She has such a great personality and so much character. Kamisha Amato from the Kit Kat Ranch. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me, Alice. Yes, thank you so much yeah. for joining me on this show. How's yeah. your week going? Been great, great. I'm training some new girls. I got Ooh. a lot of new girls. They're really, you know, cute. There's two of them that um, are doing really well. Oh, that's awesome. Not everybody knows this, but when a new lady starts at the ranch, she actually is partnered up with a lady that's worked at the ranch for a period of time to kind of act as a mentor and big sister. Mm -hmm. So I have two, well, I have another one. This is my third one this week. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do a lot lot of the big sistering? Yeah, because a lot of people don't know how to do the techie stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. to do their signature, to put them up on the message board, how to navigate through the message board. Yes, talking of which, don't forget to join us on our message board, bunnyranch.com backslash message board. Totally free to join. It's a great way to interact with the ladies, hear about our schedules and some of the activities happening at the ranch. It's just a great way to stay in touch with everyone. And then we also have our live stream tonight. Kit Kat Ranch has our live stream. Yes. From 6 o'clock until 7. Yes. Each ranch also has a live stream programming. It's a live show that broadcasts one hour each week at each location. It's a lot of fun and games. It's a good chance to connect with the ladies yeah. and get a sense of everyone's personalities. You host the live stream, don't you? Yes, and I'm hosting tonight. Oh, that's yes, so much fun. Tuned. That's so cool. So what sorts of things do you like to talk about on live stream? Oh, well, well, we, either we play games or truth or dare or about the girls themselves, where they're from, what they like to do, how long is their tour, mm-hmm. what, were they, what their goals are. You so know. talking of getting to know the ladies, yeah. I want to get to know you better. What's your background? Where are you from? Okay. Well, I'm from the Bay Area. I was born in Marin County, San Rafael. And actually, I was a labor and delivery room nurse for seven years at Alta Base Hospital. Oh, my gosh. What made you decide to get into labor and delivery in the first place? Well, actually, my mom, she's a doctor. She was OBGYN pediatrics. So it was easy for me to just transition because I was always reading through her medical books. Actually, she wanted me to become a doctor like her. And then I said, no, Mom, I'm going to, like, you know, back out and just become a registered nurse instead. Oh, that's it, too it, cool. Because it, it takes all these years. And I said, I don't have any patience for that. <laughs> and I want to do something else. Okay, meanwhile, while I was working, you know, as a labor and delivery room nurse, um, I got involved with um, the swinger scene. <laughs> what happened was... One of the, well, the medical transcriptionist at the hospital, mm-hmm. her son was turning 21, and she wanted okay. me to be like a birthday present, oh. you know, and, and so I showed up, and then two weeks later, we started moving in and everything, but little did I know that 
they were swingers, you know. And so they didn't the mother, tell you that they were swingers when that happened. No, oh the my mother, gosh. the mother, I thought she was very conservative and everything. Well, she has this other side where she has a house, another business, where she just, you know, ha- has swinger parties like every third Saturday of the month. And that oh was in my San, goodness. San Francisco. That's so funny. Yeah, San Francisco, and so we used to um, host, I used to host the parties and everything um, with my boyfriend and her son at the time. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. So you had no idea that they were swingers, no idea that any of this was going to happen, and it kind of just led you down the rabbit hole, it sounds like. So I asked them, I go, so what was it like growing up with parents who, you know, were swingers and they have all these parties? I mean, wasn't it kind of embarrassing trying to explain to your friends what your parents? (laughs) I would think so. what kind of parties were going on during the week. So when he was 16 years old, he started, you know, moving their car and stuff, moving them mm-hmm. around. Kind of doing valet. Yeah, valet and everything. And then later on when I met him, little did I know that this was pretty intense because there was a few celebrities that came to these parties because it, oh, wow. it was up in St. Francis Woods and there's actually um, powerful, you know, people from Bank of America, General Motors. <laughs> oh, yeah. No names, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. true. Not a lot of people yeah. realize this, there's but... There's a lot that goes on behind closed doors that you would not believe. Yeah, so, and a lot of people don't know the other side, so I didn't know the other side. And then, so then, one of these parties, I met Nina Hartley. She's a, you know. Oh, I love Nina Hartley. A legend. She is. She's such a talent in the porn world. She is both a porn producer, Mm -hmm. director, actress and she also does education too exactly and that's how i got involved you know getting into doing porn okay so she she asked me the co-star in an all-girl anal movie with her was is called um anal annie's all girls escort service and so she goes honey don't worry about it you know you'll be perfect and everything was that your very first porn film yes with hers all girls oh my god how lucky is that your very first porn film and you're getting to shoot with an absolute legend that's incredible well, actually, she found me buried with all my everything covered. I mean, everything full. I mean, my hands, my mouth, my everything. <laughs> my, my, everything, all the holes were all... Oh, my. All, like, busy. Oh, that's so much fun. <laughs> so then oh, she said, so you'll be perfect and everything. And so she, she's the one who taught me everything I, you know, need to know about porn. And mm. mm-hmm, so, and we're, and we're still friends to this day. She is such a such a great person. Shout out to Nina Hartley. Check yeah. out her content. She's she's awesome. Yeah. And really she, talented lady. And if you want to meet her in person, you can go to the AVN Awards in January. So it's avn.com. It's over. It's held every you know January. So you can look up twenty you know twenty twenty mm-hmm. AVN Awards. And you were you were telling me that you yourself had done a little bit of porn directing. You've got to share that story. Okay, actually, with us. you know, I have I had my own um, company before, and um, the major one that everybody. That's, that likes it, you know, the major film was Rock and Rye. Um, it's a 90-minute full feature, um, and I can't believe some of the people are, are, they're, like, selling some of my classic movies 
on Amazon. There's some of them. Oh my god, that's so funny! And they're selling them for like seven hundred, eight hundred bucks. I believe it because they're cannot, classic vintage now. They're collectors' right. items. And then in Hawaii, because there's a lot of Japanese and a lot of Chinese people that go there, you know, for their vacations, especially during the weekends, because. In, in Japan and, 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 and China, they censor, like, you, they can't show penetration. They kind of mm-hmm. fuzz it's it It's very, out. very censored. The porn right. over in the Asian right. countries is very different. Right. And so in Hawaii, they're selling my movies when I was headlining there anywhere from three to 500 bucks. Oh, I believe it because you figure it's not something they're able to get in their own country. So they're probably buying three or four DVDs for them and all their buddies and like, hey, 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 sneaking it home on the airplane. So I would autograph it for them. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. God almighty. It's incredible. There's there's always this stereotype about porn stars and sex workers not being intelligent. But I mean, oh, my God, you literally ran your own company for years. It's amazing. So when you're a headliner, you are, um, when, when you're a porn star, you're a headliner at all these, you're on the dance, the gentleman's club, so you're on the circuit, so you're follow, you have a schedule. So, oh, always so, on the road. Like, so you'll go around for the whole year, you have your schedule, and you go, you fly from one club to another just, you know, to market yourself and everything. And, you know, the clubs will, they'll, you know, set a certain price for like three days to a week. Um, if it's a week, you're, you're going to do four shows a day, you know. But, mm. but if it's like um, three days, some clubs will go like from six until you know midnight oh wow so at what point did you decide to transition from porn to this world I was always curious because you know I did a a photo shoot over in in Lake Tahoe and so my photographer and I we know we said you know what maybe we should go visit those brothels on the other side there you know little did I know we're just 45 minutes away from Lake Tahoe which is one of the most photographed places on the face of the planet it's beautiful so little did I know okay about this, that I was going to work here someday. So you had no idea. You were just no. like, I'm going to come check this out. I'm going to be like all sneaky-like and see this yeah. on the down low. Yeah, so, and then actually it was one of the media people that was here before that um, I met. He goes, well, why don't you come and, you know, work over at the ranch? Mm-hmm. And so then I said, okay, so I wanted to go first at the Bunny, but then they said, no, no, we're going to put you over at Alien Cat House. Because mm-hmm. so that's where you had first started, right? right? So it was Madame Sonia. Yeah. Yes, but, at the time it was Madame Sonia mm-hmm. over there. And yeah. then since then, the Alien Cat House has changed, changed hands. Changed owners and everything. Mm-hmm. So now there's these two Middle Eastern guys, and they're really nice. Before it was licensed for five girls. Now it's licensed for ten girls, because when I was talking oh, to wow. them. Oh, wow, good so, for them. And so each house is licensed, you know, for a certain amount of girls, depending, mm-hmm. you know. It's so true, how- and every single county, and this is one of the really confusing things, each county has its own legislation about exactly. the brothels. So, for example, down in Vegas, you have to be 21 in order to work. Exactly. Whereas up here at the Bunny Ranch and 18. the Associated Ranches, you can start at 18. 18. And another thing, down south, you can't do out dates. Mm-hmm. You, and you have to, there's no shifts. you got to work around the clock, so you got to sleep pretty. And, yeah. Yeah. Different, so, different, different Very laws. different from here. Here, we're kind of like pampered princesses. We work our shifts. We're Mm -hmm. able to set our schedules. And it's really wonderful. Like, 
and it's far for the the brothels. Alien Cat House is an hour and away, hour and a half away. So if you're on the message board, and all of a sudden, oh, Kamisha, are you away? Can I come see? You? It's gonna be hours before. It's like, gonna be a say, minute before you get there. It's a bit of a drive. Okay, so two two thirty, they're all you're on the message board, they, and say, oh, we need a driver to come pick us up over in our hotel over in Vegas. You know, by the Two thirty, and by the time we get a driver to go over there, wake the driver up, come the driver pick. It's about six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that definitely is the challenge. Whereas here, we're just thirty minutes away from the airport. It's super easy, and we even have a complimentary driver service to pick you up and bring you here to us, completely free of charge. Yeah, and if you don't have a, a hotel booked up or anything, all the houses have beautiful suites and bungalows. It's true, we really do. You work over at the Kit Kat Ranch, right. which has, oh, I we love have, the bungalow yeah, over there. Yeah, we have there. a bungalow. It's set up with the full kitchen, so Kamisha can yeah. make you some of her oh, world-famous yeah. lumpias. You've got to tell us all about your okay. cooking. So... I cook a lot. A Kit lot. Kat, a Kit Kat Ranch is like a foodie house. It totally is. The like girls, I always go over there for snack times. Yeah. yeah. And even Tiara comes over for the chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Oh my God, those <laughs> things are so freaking good. But it's the lumpias that you can even Google and it'll say Kit Kat Ranch about lumpias. It was so funny. One time we were just Googling stuff and then saying, what? There it is. Kamisha's lumpias, the experience to never miss at Kit Kat Ranch. And you know, it's Dennis. So good. They're so good. So okay. for those that don't know, can you tell us what goes into okay. a lumpia? So there's um you can get the lumpia wrappers at the Asian market. Make sure it's in the blue box. Blue box. Because it comes in blue box and a red box. You don't want to you don't want to get the other ones. Only remember gotcha. blue box. Um, because it has the wax paper that separates each each, you know, wrapper. Oh, that's super convenient. Okay, so what goes in them? Ground, I put like ground beef, lean ground beef, russet potatoes, and mixed veggies. So I have to make sure all of that, the the beef is browned, and I put like onions and garlic, and then I put Asian spices mm. in there. And you can always My email me. My stomach's rambling. Yeah, and, and so, so good. And, okay, and so you have to let it cool, you know, let it cool, fully cool overnight. So the next, the next morning, I'll roll like about almost 166 Olympias. It takes me about three hours to roll. Oh, uh, unless, yeah. Unless some of the girls are helping me, then I'll take about maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Always easier with friends. I but, was going to say, one of the experiences that you offer is that you actually will cook with your clients and teach them oh, how yeah. to make lumpia. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll teach them how. I'll teach you guys how to make it. I'll even teach you how to roll it and everything. In fact, you And know. it's a little bit trickier than it looks. Like, I tried it once, and I, like, ripped it in half. I failed. I'm not... I'm not talented the like that. The thing is, if, if, like, some of the girls have long nails, and those wrappers are expensive. If you poke them, you got to throw it out and start yep, all over again. you sure do. Yeah. And then I also make um, chicken adobo with chicken with Asian spices. It has ginger, garlic, onions. It has pansu sauce. It mm. has Shaoxing rice, uh, Shaoxing rice wine vinegar, and all these other, oh, you know, Asian spices. Such spices. depth of flavor when yeah. you combine them all together like smells. that into this spicy, oof. And the, the girls will wake up, they're, oh, Kamisha's cooking it. And then I have these mung bean noodles. They're clear noodles. And then um, what happens is I have to soak them in, in warm water so they can get nice and soft because they're, they're dried, we know, when you put them in. Mm-hmm. And then once the chicken is, is done, all the juices from the, the sauce, I pour it over the noodles. Oh. 
And yes. then you get the, the always, bag. Always save the chicken broth, I'm telling you. That is like the best part of cooking. And then, and then you have the, the mixed bag of um, stir-fried um, or the veggies that has snow peas, carrots, cabbage, all kinds of stuff in there. Heck yeah, that is so tasty. Mm. So. so did you always just have this talent for cooking? or did Ever you have since to I was four class? years old, my mom. Ah. I watched my mom cook. It and sounds so, like you get a lot from your mom. Yeah, but she passed away April Aww. the 16th. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry to hear From that. From a massive stroke. But then I had a heart attack, too. <gasps> what? About, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How are you doing now? I'm doing fine. I was lucky to wake up because I had, I passed out twice. I blacked out twice. Oh, Couldn't remember so scary. anything. So that, that was like May the 21st. I was like normal all day. And then all of a sudden, I started getting the chills. And then I had tightness in my chest. And so mm. I was over at Gold Dust West waiting for my dinner. And all of a sudden, I said to the server, you got to get me, you know, an ambulance. I'm having a heart attack. Oh, my God. But it's so good that you knew it, though. Like, I knew, if you didn't have that medical, medical background, it could yeah. have killed you. Oh, yeah. I'm glad Jesus I'm glad Christ. I wasn't driving, that I was surrounded by people and mm-hmm. everything. Seriously. But, yeah. No, and, and that's, that's kind of like PSA. The signs of heart attack in women are completely different than the signs different. of heart attack in men. Yeah. Because men, they get chest pain. They get, like, all the classic symptoms. Right. But with women, it can be everything from chills to, like, weird tangles down your arm. People will think, oh, my God, you're having an anxiety attack. That's not an anxiety attack. I know (laughs) there's a difference when you know you're having pain in your chest and then it's hard to breathe and everything. Oh, yeah, completely different. Well, thank goodness that everybody there got you right as rain. I'm so glad. Holy, ah, oh, my God. I know, I'm going, I'm going. I'm going, I can't believe. I believe now that when they say stress is a, is a silent, like stress and uh, is related to a heart attack, and heart attacks are silent killers, believe me, you would not know it's coming. You wouldn't know it's going to hit you until it just, like, bams mm-hmm. right there. It's, it's so important to take care of yourself. You figure we only get one body. What are some of the ways that you like to stay in shape and work out? Well, I like to walk a lot. In fact, you know, when I went on my out dates to Virginia City, I must have walked like four miles going oh up and my down. Gosh. I going love up and down Virginia to, City. Going from Canvas Cafe from one end all the way down to St. Mary's, all the way yeah, to, that's a hike and a half. to the colder, that colder mine, the schoolhouse right there. Then back again to Silver Queen, to Grandma's, you know. Oh, my God. Okay, I, Grandma's Fudge in Virginia City. Oh, you got to go. Can we just talk about that for okay. a minute? I love I'm their white divinity. You got to get their white divinity that's with walnuts. That's my favorite. With that's the walnuts. mine, too. With oh. the walnuts. That's my favorite too. Oh you my guys god, gotta, I need then, it. Yeah, and then there's the ice cream in the back. You got it. There's an the ice cream oh, thing in the I back. Oh, I love ice also. cream. I'm but, so sad. I just I recently developed an allergy to oh eggs, no. and so I'm like, damn you, buddy. Oh no, I love ice cream, and now I can't have it. I'm stuck eating all the sherbet and the fruit flavors instead. Oh no. But you can go to Grandma's and watch them make. The fudge. Yes, they do it all classic on the yeah. original equipment too. It's mm-hmm. so neat. Like it's, it's interesting. Virginia to watch. City is just such a little slice of history. It's one of my favorite places to go on an outdate, hands oh, yeah. down. And then you know, during the weekend they have Comstock Cowboy over at the Bucket of Blood Saloon. And then if you want to go to Silver Queen, they have the lady with all in coins, she, all the mm-hmm, silver dollars. A coin printed dress, yeah. and she has the exact number of coins for how many feet down the largest mine was in Virginia City. Right. And those those mines and stuff are very interesting to go to. They're kind of 
um, they have a, a certain kind of smell going in, but they have ventilation going. They have ventilation going in now, but you got to wear your tennis shoes because I went in my sandals. Oh, did they tell I, you to watch I, out? When I went in, when I went in, I'm going, oh, I should have worn tennis shoes because it gets kind of muddy a little mm-hmm. bit. It can because it, it's underground, you figure. It's, it's like I'm trying to step on the boards and not on the, on the <laughs> you know, and then the walls. Okay, that's another thing. The walls, they have, they, they sometimes they'll feel wet. And yep, muggy. they drip. Yeah, drippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh so my that gosh. was, you know, an experience. And then um, when you go to the schoolhouse, it's like a museum. Oh and then, yes, did you go to I that love one? that school the schoolhouse. House. It's so cool. You guys cool. gotta check it's that one. Out. No longer functioning, but at the time, it was one of the very first schoolhouses to ever have indoor plumbing, which is just. Kind of cool. There's a lot of natural history here in Nevada, compliments of the mining right. and all of the people that stayed to take advantage of the gold rush. And then you got to go check out Gold Hill Hotel. Okay, that's haunted too, but on Thursday night, they have a buffet that you can, and then they have a bar. I didn't know that they did a buffet oh, And now. then they have a bar there where they have all the bills from all around the world taped up on the ceiling. Oh, and all that's around. super fun. So somebody should definitely bring a bill yeah. if they're traveling from a foreign country to yeah, put it up, up on in there. there and kind of leave their mark on Virginia City. Yeah, it's so much fun. And then they have the old time photos if you want to go and dress up. And Ooh, like, have you and, ever done that? Yeah, I have. It's so much fun. Yeah, Bryce, you remember Bryce? Yeah. Yeah, Bryce and I, we went there. We took a, a few photos and stuff. And in fact, two of the pictures are in my room right now. Oh, One that's was so in, the, sweet. in the tub, you know, and um, we're both in the tub. Which is so cute, claw, by the way. Yeah. And it says Virginia City on the tub. Mm-hmm. And then you can dress and then you can dress up like, you know, your barmaids or stuff, and you're sitting on the bar and you're you're holding a rifle or a shotgun. Which is so funny. They I saw that they had one where they like put you in front of a piano as well. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen that one, but I Oh, that would be so perfect. So yeah. for those who don't know, Kamisha Amato is a ridiculously, ridiculously oh, talented pianist. That's another thing. Um yeah, I would play for Dennis's birthday party. You know, when, when oh my god, and you yeah. play so beautifully. You have um, a keyboard in your room, is yeah, that right? Yeah, I do, I do. I've been playing the piano since I was four years old. My parents, you know, full Asian parents, you know, <laughs> they want to make sure that <laughs> it means you played really good, you're well cultured, that you have some sort of a ta- that's how Asian. Have you ever seen um, Rich, what's it called? Crazy, crazy, oh god, what uh, is that? Crazy movie? Rich Asians, that's it, yeah, yeah crazy, crazy Rich Asians. Have you ever seen Crazy? Okay, if you're Asian, you can relate to this movie because it's just exactly... I've had a few friends tell me that it's, it's like, this it's, is, this it's is exactly my life. It's exactly like... <laughs> It's exactly if you're growing up, and you and your parents are, you know, have you know substantial amount of money. Yeah, that's how they are. That's how my relatives were. They're always like that and everything. The mother was just like my mom. You oh, know, that's so funny. And, and that's how the moms treat all the, you know, the ones mm-hmm. if you, if it's you have a son or a daughter. That's how they treat them. But they want to make sure that you know you have some sort of a talent and some sort of education. You know, and, and and clearly you were very talented. I had you two, had two scholarships, two scholarships to Juilliard. I have a two. classical background. Two of them, but like most people are lucky to just get a scholarship yeah. to Juilliard. But this lady had two of them. So like it's nuts. To prepare for that, you have to play. You have to 
practice. You have piano lessons twice a week. You have to uh, practice at least eight hours, four hours, you know, eight hours total. So, you know, if you're in competition. So I go two hours before school and then again, you know, before I did my homework and after my homework. That's a lot of dedication. Yeah. It, it can stay really hard. It, it's really hard to be focused like that, especially when you're young. Did you ever want to quit and do something else? Or no, because you... the parents will make sure that you keep doing it. Ah, <laughs> fair enough. The fair enough. Are, well, and, and so all I remember about... You know, childhood was piano lessons, recitals, concerts, homework. That's what <laughs> I remember. I don't remember. Oh, and then learning how to play ball in the front yard and breaking um, the neighbor's uh, living room window. That was <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oopsies. Sorry, I was guys. such a tomboy gr- tom growing up. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, There's I nothing like wrong with that trees at all. trees and stuff and play ball. That was that was me too. I I grew up pretty much in a barn. I was a barn rat. I hung out with horses all day. Like that's what I did for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what other hobbies and interests do you have? Well, let's see. I I like fishing, camping. <laughs> I'm an outdoors kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I bet you just love living yeah. here. We're, Tahoe's so close by. I know. I, skiing. I love to ski, snow Ooh. ski, water ski. Are you good at skiing? Yeah, I'm Maybe you'll have good. to teach me. I, I'm, I'm okay. I got myself up to blue square level yeah. this past year, but I'm still, like, super nervous. Like I tried snowboarding. Forget it. I'm not a snowboarder. <laughs> but I know how to surf, though. I, did, I lived in Hawaii for four years, so, yes, I, I learned how to surf, but then I got in a bad surfing accident, and um, I hit this knee this whole leg opened up and Ow. But, yeah and and they had to take me to the hospital because coral will grow in you so wait what co- coral. coral coral can grow inside you, your body if you hit because coral is a living organism is mm-hmm. and so if you hit it and, and you get enough coral you get some coral in you it will grow in you if you don't get it out oh my god you, i had th- no there's idea there's a possibility of um amputating oh that, that's so scary uh that area or your leg or what well i am very glad they didn't have to remove anything oh my god that must have been terrifying so if you go snorkeling and you hit coral in hawaii you better make sure that coral is removed from your knee most Play of the time. safe. Or your legs or whatever. Oh, another thing you have to watch out for is the jellyfish. Yeah, there's you jellyfish got, and then those crazy lionfish now. Yeah. Oh, so those things are if nasty. You get, if a jellyfish stings you, you got to pee in a cup and pour it over <laughs> you. Or find somebody that can just aim. Yeah, just <laughs> aim it at my leg here. Just go for it. Right here on the leg, buddy. Oh, that's so funny. That's... That is so funny. I love the fact that you have such a good sense of humor. It makes it really easy for you to connect with your guests. Oh, yeah. Like, tell me a little bit about the kinds of experiences you like to have with your guests. Okay. What do you like well, to do with them here Well, at it Aran? depends. Let's see. There's some that like pegging. Okay. For all you guys that don't know okay, about pegging. Okay. Tell us about pegging. Okay. Pegging is when a guy likes to have a lot of... You put on I, the, I would put on a strap on with mm-hmm. with, with um, a dildo, and then I would insert it up his butt, 
you know. That was a very polite way to describe <laughs> pegging. I love how you like carefully broke this down here, and then I would say it goes something up else. Yeah, I was gonna I say, say you put it in his pooper, but yeah. I, I'd like your way of phrasing it better. That's cute. Yeah, but no, so. pegging is an, a very, very common fetish. I think yeah. more men are interested in it yeah. than actually talk about it because of stigma and shame. And a lot of them are are pretty shy about discussing, mm-hmm. you know, what they like sometimes. And then you have to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can. Here, let me open up my drawers. Is this what you're talking? Okay, so what size do you want? I got this small, medium, and a large, you know? And then the other thing that I have, I have some gloves that go up to here, you know? Oh, yep, for fisting. So for fisting, there's like, so the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I want. So I, I would say, you want me to do, I can do that for you. But the thing is, I said, oh, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know you get, you're liking it so much because you can feel the pressure is just grabbing the circulation. Uh-huh. It's just the circulation. is like, you're going to cut off my circulation on my arm. Yeah, it's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, take it easy yeah. there, buddy. Kind of kind of relax a little bit so, so my, my arm can have some circulation on it. But no, the fact that you are such a knowledgeable lady who is open-minded, fetish-friendly, interested in kink and BDSM, who also is down to earth and willing to go spend a day with you in Virginia City, it goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't because a lot, a lot of the guys that come into the, you know, our brothels, they don't have no clue. They don't have any clue at all what what goes on. You know what what the rates are. So we have to discuss everything in our room. Mm -hmm. So and and they don't know anything. It's you know? true. And you do yeah. such a great job of making people feel like this is such a safe place to explore, open up, and try their fetishes for the first time. Like this is one guy, he was like over 300 pounds. And he asked me, he was kind of like shy. He goes, um, do you do any baby fetishes? I go, sure. What, what kind of scenario do you want? And he goes, um, bad baby, good mommy, right? And he had to go All back right. to his truck. And, and this was over at Alien Cat House, right? He got his duffel bag with everything. He had Mr. Bubbles. He had Gerber baby food. He had this oh pacifier and everything. And and he had he had to stay. You know how babies have to point their their you know, feet together. When in. so mm-hmm. he had he had to stay in character for the whole time. Oh my God, that's even, amazing! Even, yeah. Oh, that's so cool, though. But it goes to show just how creative and how much fun you can really have at the ranch with a lady. If you're able to describe what you're looking for, we can pretty much make it happen. Whatever you want. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Uh, You can get a hold of me at Kamisha Amato at KitKatRanch.com or on Twitter. I'm wearing that pink, you know, bustier outfit. Which is so hot, by the way. At Kamisha Amato or on Facebook at uh, Facebook Cosmic Kamisha Motto. Or you can call Kit Kat Ranch at area code 775-246-9975, extension zero. Yep, and just ask for Kamisha. You yeah. figure we make ourselves available to you. And we always like to make ourselves available if anyone has questions, comments, or has a question that they'd like to hear answered asked on the podcast, just reach out to me, alicelittle at bunnyranch.com, or you can go to my website, thealicelittle.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on, and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'll see you all again next week for Bunny Ranch Podcast. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. Going down at the Bunny Ranch.